there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career double shot K-Cup with my guest, Pete Newell. Pete, before I ask you about your time as an undergrad, I'd love to ask you two-part question, especially for those of our young listeners who may now be on an ROTC scholarship or may in fact already be in uniform today. How can they be strategic about the way they think about their time in the military and how they can best maximize the experience that they're getting there to help them when they move into a civilian career? You know, I love that question. And I'm actually going to start with how do they maximize the time they have left in the university? And the first thing I want to say is very deliberately curate a very diverse network of folks at your university. And by diverse, I mean diverse of thought. And there'll be people who understand when I say this, but unfortunately, a lot of our, our young cadets, they're involved in a military fraternity. They do military events. They go to military classes. And, and despite the fact they're in classes with civilian students, that's not their clique. And if they're not careful real quick, they'll become insular. What I would encourage them to do is run for the student government, get involved in different things that are widely different than what you'll do in the military. Because quite frankly, what you'll learn outside of the ROTC classroom, you will use again and again and again. The people that you meet and work on hard things with, you will form bonds that will last you the rest of your life, regardless within the military or afterward. And they will be hugely important to you. Invest in the networks. Investing on working in real things with real people that will give you experience in the real world. And then how can they think in a really thoughtful way about their time in uniform and the experiences that they are getting on the job and the practical application that they may not even be thinking about of those experiences in the civilian world? And I hate to go back to the problem thing is that your experience in the military, particularly folks who are deployed, You experience a rate of facing problems every day that is probably three to five times as fast as what your peers in the commercial world will. So, you know, young military officers in particular or NCOs, non-commissioned officers, are so responsible for the people around them that they see things on a daily basis that somebody in a commercial world might only see once a month or once every six months. Their ability to lead and deal with problems and solve things for the humans around them, their ability to convince people to do the right thing when it is the most hardest will be things that they learn and experience that will mature them beyond what would typically happen. 
that experience it was what makes you truly valuable to the companies who will want to hire you later on. Sure, there's some technical skills, sure, there's some experiences, but simply the leadership and the ability to deal with humanity in the appropriate way, regardless of what's going on in the workplace, is critical. I wish more of the Silicon Valley startups out here who have faced a spat of ethical and moral issues had thought through their hiring early on, because I think there are lots of folks that built the organization right would have prevented them from having some of the crashes they're having now. Hmm. So the second part of that initial question is for those young people who aren't yet sure what they want to do with their lives, certainly not in the short term. They may still be in high school. Maybe they're in college. Maybe they've graduated or dropped out. Why should they consider either building a career in the U.S. military or another type of national service out of uniform? I think that, and I will tell you this while I did, I was literally a college dropout who joined the the Army National Guard so that I could feed myself. What I found is that when I was, and I never, I I didn't set out to be a career Army officer either. Uh, What I found was in the specter of national service, and I don't care whether whether you join the military, the intelligence service, or you become a police officer or a fireman or, or, or anything, those types of jobs give you a different picture every day. I never solved the same problem, you know, in every one day. It was constantly something new, constantly learning things, constantly dealing with people, constantly testing myself. But at the same time, I had a degree of mentorship on people who were more senior to me who were always given. They were always there. There was always somebody I could lean on that would help me not fall flat on my face too much. And I think that, you know, you can't underscore the importance of growing up in a supportive environment like that. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.